Hello, and welcome to the 90s Kids Movie Pod. We are your hosts, Joe. Hello. Stephanie. Hello. And I'm Max. We are three millennials who took A-level media studies, so you know we are highly qualified to talk about films. This is the podcast for children of the 90s. Join us as we re-watch the films that shaped our childhood. Okay, so welcome back, guys. Um, we've not recorded in... Uh, in a while. It's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you guys. I forgot what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's good, isn't it? Um, yeah, so this week, um, I'm really excited to um, to talk to you guys about uh, a film that Steph chose. Um, I think when Steph chose it, it was one of those movies that I hadn't watched in ages, much like most of the movies that we re- review on here, but I just was really looking forward to it. So yeah, I'll let Steph introduce, introduce the film. Um, and yeah, go for it. Thanks, Max. I'm very excited to talk to you guys today about a film that I absolutely love. I think I've watched it upwards of 30, 40 times. Um, it is My Big Fat Greek Wedding from 2002. So I first want to just say that I've noticed listening back to these podcasts that I seem to say that a lot of films aren't really my sort of films. And I've said it quite a lot to the point where I'm like, what are your sort of films? Um, So I just thought I would share with you what my sort of films are. I like anything paranormal horror or rom-com, which is why I've chosen My Big Fat Greek Wedding, um, which is a romantic comedy from 2002. Um, It is written by Nia Vidalas, who is the main character. She features as uh, Tula. Um, and basically, the, the film is about a Greek woman called Tula who lives with her family in Chicago. She's 30 years old. She's not having the greatest life. She's pretty depressed. She works in her family's restaurant. And then one day, she sees a man that kind of makes her think, do you know what? I need to sort myself out. I need to kind of change my life. And and she decides to, to go on a journey of uh, self-betterment. I don't even know if that's a word, but she takes some classes at the local college and um, she learns how to use computers. Um, and basically she, she kind of has a bit of a, a glow up and then she then meets this same man again and he's attracted to how happy she's become. And it's basically just a lovely little romance, um, but her family get in the way. Um, she has a big, loud Greek family, and um, they're not very accepting of the fact that she wants to marry a non-Greek man. So this is where the conflict comes in. Um, but over the course of the film, the family come to love Ian, and uh, Ian comes to love the family and Tula comes to love her Greek heritage and uh, embrace her family so it's yeah it's just a very lovely movie that is very very special to me I absolutely love this film and I'm excited to hear what you guys think I absolutely hated it Steph I don't know why the hell you chose (laughs) it no Lies. No, you cannot hate this film. This film is too good. No, I, I honestly, I, I remember distinctively going with my brother and sister to see this in the cinema, actually. Um, I, I remember it distinctively because it was one of those films, comedies that you see in the cinema and 
everyone collectively, it's not even an English thing to do really, but everyone collectively in the cinema laughed at so many points in the film. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the bit that stayed with me this time more than probably the first time was probably the, the coming of age story. I think that I don't really remember that bit. I always remember the jokes and, 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 and the family and everything like that. But I do like that the, the part of the beginning, the first kind of quarter of the film where she is someone, well, she, she aspires to be someone different than mm. what her life yeah. is currently about. But yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I don't know what you think, Joe. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, it, I, I, so I'd never seen this film. Uh, really? I, I, yeah, I know, which is crazy. I don't know how this passed me by. I remember seeing the trailer for it when it was released, but I never saw it. It's probably because it didn't have Batman or Robin or dragons and guns. Yeah, James if, Bond. If, yeah. yeah, if Pierce Brosnan was Ian, I think we'd be fine, but <laughs> <laughs> just missed it. Uh, no, I love this film, man. It was so good. I can see why you chose it, Steph. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so basically I, I never went to the cinema to see it or I, I don't ever remember going to the cinema to see this film, but it was one that we had on DVD and it's just a it's a really good family film mm. like everyone can enjoy it and so it's the sort of film that on a saturday night oh i don't know what to watch what should we watch let's put this on again mm. and oh yeah over the course of owning the dvd back in the early 2000s i've literally must have watched it about 30 times yeah. and before i watched it again for the podcast the last time I actually watched it was the night before my wedding. Oh, and no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed over at my mum and dad's and it was like, right, what are we going to do? We're going to watch my big fat Greek oh, wedding. Oh, amazing. That's a good um, one. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, I don't know, it just speaks to me, this film does, I think, because I have a very close family and, you know, we're not it's not particularly big family and we're not Greek, but I think there's so much universal, like universal themes of family and um, just how they're all in each other's lives. Mm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I definitely can relate to that, that, you know, you can tell one person something and before you know it, everyone else in the family knows that, that one thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just how it is and and you know popping over to see each other and just just turning up or oh you know let's come around for dinner and it's yeah so i kind of really relate to her in that respect with her yeah. family um and also it's just a really hilarious film it's just so <laughs> funny yeah, it is i think i think in terms of the family as well i think um even if you have like a really traditional conventional um family you know so to speak i think everyone to some extent is slightly embarrassed by a family member or by their family to you know to yeah, some extent yeah, yeah. careful what you say max <laughs> <laughs> i'm being very careful with what i say but what i mean is um i think that you know that how uh, how Tudor at the beginning was you saying that you know she was really reluctant to share um her her family i guess you know any details mm. about her family with um well, with her love yeah. interest at the beginning uh, didn't she but um, I think I could relate to that like a tiny bit. I think in just the respect that, you know, when you have a family that, um, whether they're Irish or they've got Jamaican descent, you know, mm. I think because they have different practices than, you know, some of your friends in school or second, you know, primary school or secondary school, you do feel a bit um, of like an odd one out. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. Um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but yeah, um, that's something that I noticed this time. Yeah, I think that's a really, a really good point, Max. I think, 
yeah there's even though this is a rom-com this is this film is so much about the family um so even though it is a love story it's it's about um her coming to terms with her family and kind of learning to accept them um because yeah at the beginning she's very embarrassed and she doesn't want to tell ian anything about her family um and then by the end you sort of really see her kind of learning to embrace them and i think he helps her to do that and uh, his family as well because they're like really reluctant aren't they and by the end they're at a great time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's just so nice that like everyone kind of comes comes together and and mm. comes to accept each other and cuz Tula's family are, are very loud and yeah just very colorful family and then you meet Ian's family who is literally just his mum and dad yeah. and Tula's dad calls them toast <laughs> they have toast family um so dry they're boring um but yeah they get loosened up they have a bit of the ouzo yeah, and yeah. uh have a have a grand old time with them yeah what like one of the standout scenes that really showed like the cultural uh <laughs> divide between the parents was that scene where they arrived at the house and they gave them that cake <laughs> oh that is my favorite part of the whole film is all those interactions oh mate oh i loved it because they were they, like she was just like genuinely like puzzles as to what this was oh it's a cake <laughs> <laughs> it's got a hole in it i say that so much someone at work brought in a, a bunt cake and i can't help but be like a, a bonk a bonk bunt cake <laughs> and if people haven't seen the film they're just like what what yeah, about? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So what, I mean, when I was doing some research into this film, I did um, one thing. I, I did learn, which I'm sure you guys did too, is that um, the main actress uh, Nia Vardalos, she actually wrote the film. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I think you know it's based on a one-woman play. Yeah, a okay. one-woman play. I, I I honestly just think that it's. I think the best thing about this film is is the script. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. not. I mean, you could argue that the actors and the, the brilliant acting um, and comedic acting, you know, brings it to life definitely. But I think the script is just fantastic. It really mm. is. Um, it's so so well written, um, and I, it's not something I picked up on when I was a child. But um, yeah, I think uh, all of the jokes they're all. I mean, they still kind of lang today, and they're not like you know um, they're not they don't step over the boundary at all or anything like that. And mm. I think uh, I, that's one thing I did realise at the end. I thought, oh, I'd love to see this in a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been really interesting to see to see her one-woman one woman show and how she adapts it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. The narration for me, there was so many bits, like just every bit of narration, because basically the film starts and it's, it's Tula is narrating the film and sort of talking, like basically setting up the premise of the film. And she talks about her sort of childhood. And there's like one bit where she's like, and then my my father's mother came to live with us because we weren't weird enough. <laughs> and it's just like the little, like the way she delivers the lines and like just the writing, it was just cracking me up. I just, mm. it's so, so funny, so well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. And it doesn't, it doesn't ever step over the line. It's never offensive. Mm. And I think because she is greek and she's writing from a place of um authenticity it you know it it, it feels okay to laugh because you're laughing along with them you're not mm. they're not making fun of 
their culture it's sort of saying yeah this is what we're like and mm. yeah and I, I think there's I think there's occasions when it's really overt but then also really subtle but it's still just funny I think one of the, the moments that I picked up on with that for instance was the um I don't know if you guys remember the scene but it was really a scene where um uh, Tula and a partner are basically at the table and I'm oh, sorry I keep forgetting this guy's name uh, Ian Miller sorry Ian. Um, sorry Tula and Ian are uh, um, at the table and then uh, Tula's mother says to Ian uh, oh you're hungry you want something and he's like oh no I've just eaten and she's like okay I'll make you something yeah. and I just <laughs> yeah. I found it really really funny because that is such a I mean that that relates to so many different oh, cultures yeah. like my mm. grandma used to honestly have this conversation with me all the time like anytime I saw her she'd be like are you hungry oh no no I'm, honestly grandma I'm okay oh why yeah. What's wrong? I've, yeah. I've just I've eaten like an hour what's ago. What's wrong with my food? But what well, exactly? Like, yeah. what's wrong with my food? Uh, I'm okay. I'll have something then. Okay, I'll make you a little something. And then it was a massive like plate yeah. of food, and <laughs> it was just yeah. I think that that scene, you know. But it's just small things like that that me- really made you understand Greek culture um, mm. just through the different characters, um, yeah. which I thought mm. was fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So this. This film was written by Nia Vidalas, um, and as we said, it was a one-woman play. Um, and basically, it was produced by um, a company called Playtone, who, which is an American film, American film and TV production company, um, which was established by Tom Hanks and really? his wife Rita Wilson, and um, a film and TV producer called Gary Goetzman. Um, and yeah, basically, because Rita Wilson is, I think, of Greek origin um greek descent um and they saw the i think she saw the play and basically spoke to tom um and and they they decided to produce this film um so i thought that was that was really cool yeah and uh it's something that i didn't realize but basically this this film so it had a budget of five million us dollars and it made over $360 million. Wow. Oh, my it's gosh. It's actually the highest grossing rom-com of all time. Really? Yeah. Which wow. I just thought was was unbelievable. Like, if you'd have asked me, you know, what do you think is the highest grossing rom-com of all time? I, I, I don't know what I would have said. Maybe, mm. like... Four Weddings and a Funeral or something like that. Just some, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Harry, yeah. When Harry Met Sally or... Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. yeah. But there you go. If they had like no budget, well, not no budget, but I mean, five million is not a lot. It's not That's a lot, not a lot. To make, as we have learned through doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought Schwarzenegger wouldn't have been in this film, would he? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you adjust that for inflation for like 2002 as well, that's yeah. that's not a lot of money. Um, no. But yeah, if you think about it, or, I mean, there weren't any like elaborate sets or anything like that. It was just a great cast. It was just mm. really, really yeah, good cast. Yeah. And not, not the most, not like a well-known cast no. at all like you know no i think you could argue that the biggest star was um uh who's his name again uh, ian miller <laughs> was ian miller yeah jo- so john the man Corbett. with a forgettable name yeah sorry i keep wanting to say john corbett but i feel like that's someone else um but, no that is it's john okay, corbett yeah so john ah. corbett is uh i think he was like not necessarily the star of the show but he was I don't know, like the biggest, he must have been the biggest paid actor. The top built, yeah. Yeah. Um, So what else has he been in? Because I don't, I've not seen him in anything. So he's Aiden in Sex and the City. So he's Carrie Bradshaw's um, main love interest apart from Big. Um, So yeah. um, And I think 2002, 
he would sort of be in the height of the Sex and City, uh, right. Sex and City craze. Um, so yeah, he was he was probably the the most well known name, I guess, mm. at the time. Um, and yeah, I also read a bit of trivia that he really wanted to um, audition for the film, but he couldn't. And um, I think he was at a film festival and Nia Vardalis was in a bar with, I think with Tom Hanks and they overheard him saying how he was really disappointed that he couldn't audition for the film. And they basically went over and offered him the role straight away. What? Oh they were God. just like, yeah, we want you. Like So many things about this film is like, you, if he just doesn't sound... It's too good to be true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks saw a play, going to turn it into a film. Overheard a guy, you know, the, the, the leading man in the film. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, be in the film, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. one of those Come, come along that, for the crack. Yeah, like, everything <laughs> fell into place. Like, all the right people that, mm. you know, from, you know, the production to the cast, everything fell into place because there were so many people in that played each of the family members that I thought, <clears throat> that I thought to myself, you couldn't have cast a better character to play that role. Mm. Yeah. 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 Who, who was the director of this film? So the film was directed by... Um, Joel Zwick. Joel Zwick. Yeah, okay. that's it. So he, he directed Full House or Fuller House, I think, and Family Matters, but they're not films um, or TV shows that I've ever watched. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't want to say how well-known he is. People probably... A lot of people probably know who he is. There might be some internet troll just screaming. <laughs> yeah. I love Joel Wick. Yeah, I th- yeah. I, so Full House wasn't a... I didn't watch Full House either, but um, Full House, I don't think it was as popular in the UK, but in the US mm. it, it was It was fairly popular. I, I remember it being on for like a number of seasons and the, the main premise of it was around like a, like a family. So I, th- mm. I think that's probably why he was maybe drawn to this role or maybe yeah. like was asked to this role because... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just like the biggest the biggest character for me in the film is the family, and it's not necessarily a character, yeah. but I think it's just the fact that it's always referred to as like my family or my family like this. And then when you meet yeah, them, yeah. they're just this larger than life, um, massive personality uh, group of yeah, yeah. extroverts, I guess you could say. So um, yeah, I, I I loved it, and my girlfriend uh, watched it for the first time, like you, Joe, and. She said the same thing, which was, I don't know how I've not watched this film before. It's so good. Yeah. 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 I don't know how it's escaped me. I suppose the, the trouble is, like, you know, the films that I've suggested, you know that I grew up watching a specific type of film, like really cheesy, like action orientated films. And then I guess rom-coms didn't really like interest me that much, I guess, growing up. But this this isn't like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like a traditional rom-com in a certain sense like it's it's much more about like like obviously the family and kind of yeah i don't know it's a lot more accessible i think and it's just it just it, i think the thing is it's genuinely funny it's not like mm. one of those films where oh yeah you know you've got some jokes in there to keep you know whoever happy but it's really about the romantic story it actually is a proper good comedy film yeah 100%. I, I think it's just it's really grounded in reality like yeah you know a lot of rom-coms they kind of um you know they're very glossy versions of real life whereas mm. this you know it everything's like just really normal like the restaurant isn't particularly glamorous like mm. where they live isn't particularly glamorous 
they're not I mean, I think both John Corbett and Nia Vidalis are very, very good looking actors, but they're not like mm. Hollywood, like, oh my God, you know, unrealistic kind of standards of beauty. They're just yeah. normal, attractive, yeah. lovely people. Um, and so I think I think that's what makes it really accessible is it just feels very grounded in reality. Mm. And if you break down the actual storyline, it's a woman meets a man, her family don't really approve to begin with but then they say okay that's fine and that's it and like it's, it's, it's not not the most exciting plot of a film but the writing and the the family members the different characters just bring it alive and just make it so entertaining yeah one thing that i was really surprised by having never seen it before is that obviously it's called my big fat greek wedding and i thought it was going to be about it was going to start off with like a couple who were going to get married and maybe one of them's not met the family before and it'd be like almost like a meet the fuckers kind of thing. Yeah. But it mm. starts off literally where she's not even met him. And so, yeah. like, I know you say that not a lot happens, but their relationship, you get to see it from the start. And I was like, oh my mm. God, get, and I, like half an hour in, I was like, they're going to get married. This is crazy. Which yeah. Is, it's really nice to see. And I, I love their relationship. I yeah. just love, I think it's such a healthy version of a relationship like Mm. I love that he he's just very accepting and he's you know he doesn't say you've got to choose between me or my family um and her family don't really make her choose they sort of say oh we're not too happy about you marrying him but they come round to it yeah um and like I think Ian's one of Ian's friends sort of makes a dig about oh this family's got you jumping through hoops haven't they because Ian has to mm. convert to the uh, Greek Orthodox Church to be able mm. to marry Tula and Ian doesn't even respond he's just he just looks at him and his friend's like yep yeah, I know my life is shit <laughs> and it's, I think it's just it's just such a nice healthy kind of thing that if you're a young girl or boy look you know watching this film you can go okay that's that's a nice that's how i should be aspiring to have a relationship i think oh definitely personally yeah um yeah he doesn't question it he just does it like that's how it should be he just goes well this is what it is cool i'm doing it yeah. you want to do this you finally want this cool i'll do it because i love you and like you know that's what we do yeah and i think i hadn't like i mean there's so many there's so many lines in this film that i quote with my family or just (laughs) will just say um but there was on this viewing there was one line or piece of dialogue that I just wrote down because I just thought it was so lovely um and he basically so Tula sorry says to Ian why do you love me she's like Mm. having a real crisis of confidence she's like just why and he says because I came alive when I met you and I just thought it was like the sweetest line because like we've said, his family are very dry and boring. And he's like, you brought like joy into my life. You brought yeah. something interesting into my life. Like you're kind of ashamed of your family, but your family are amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just, I, I love this film as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many quotable lines in the, in the film by so oh many God, different yeah. characters um in in so many different scenes isn't there i have to say one of the scenes that also stuck out to me this time um maybe it's because uh, i'm an adult now but you know the scene where they um try and convince gus to i can't remember what it is that they do they they basically have to try and convince gus to do something 
And Gus's yeah. wife says, no, 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 we need to make it seem like Gus. Seem. <laughs> like Gus is the one who's come up with the idea. And it's Never. just that realisation, you know, you know, when he, uh, when they're talking through him and they're really, you know, constructing the conversation. Yeah. And then he's like, has that eureka moment where he's like, ah, what about this? And they're like, oh yeah, that's absolutely. You are so yeah. clever. You are so clever. <laughs> yeah. 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 You will go and work in the travel agent and solve all the problems. Hey, I'm yeah. a genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um tula's mum and auntie are trying to convince her dad to let her go and work at the travel agency and she's like he's never gonna go for it and they're like no no we, we we've got it yeah, and yeah, yeah basically through the conversation um he thinks it's his idea and i think there's um one of my favorite lines is where tula's talking to her mum and she's like he's never gonna let me go to take college lessons um and she goes, the man may be the head of the family, but the woman is the neck. Yeah. And yeah. she can turn the man any way she wants. And I yeah. love it. I think that is, oh, it's just gold. It's such yeah. a good line. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very true. <laughs> it's very, yeah. very true. It is very true, yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. love it where every time you see him, he's trying to think of like, the, he's, he's on about like the root of words. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, this is Greek. Like this comes from this and this comes from this. And this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's so, Tula's father is so proud to be Greek. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess in, in sort of rebellion to that, she's, she's quite almost a bit ashamed throughout most of yeah. the film of her yeah. Greek heritage. Um, yeah. He's constantly saying, give me the root of a word. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you it's Greek. <laughs> yeah. And he loves the Windex. Yeah. The Windex yeah. spray that <laughs> yeah. solves anything. I think, yeah, I think that was, um, that was really nicely brought together at the end of the film. You know, when they, they have Wed and he's giving his speech and he speaks mm. about mm. how, uh, you know, the groom's surname basically means apple and their surname mm. means oranges. So at the end of the day, they're just all fruit. And I was like, there's a, there's a deeper meaning behind what he's just said that I think a lot of people yeah. would like mm. glance over. But at the yeah, same yeah. time, it's just really, really funny. But... This is what I mean when I say it comes down to the script. It's just so well written. Um, yeah, I think that's one of my favourite favourite parts. I love the the wedding speech, and I always get teary when she um, when her parents give them the house as the wedding gift. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> I always choke up at that bit where um, yeah. yeah the parents they say in Greek culture it's tradition that the parents give the bride and groom a, a gift, and her parents basically buy them a house. And um, it's just such a lovely moment where she hugs her her dad and I always get teary watching that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And I think, um, you know, whether you're a, a boy or a girl, I think the character of Tula is really relatable um, when, she mm. was, when she was younger. Um, because I don't think, you know, most people go through a phase of not really fitting in in school. It doesn't matter what age you are, you know, you, you get yeah. through that stage. And there was a line that I wrote down, which is um, uh, that she, where she was describing how she, how she was. And she said, when I was growing up, I knew I was different. The other girls were blonde and delicate, and I was a swarthy six-year-old with sideburns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, yeah, like, that's it. Like, I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, there were definitely times in primary school when I just thought, I, I don't fit in here. But every kid goes through that, and they don't realise it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all the same, because we're all, we're all thinking it. Were you also a swarthy six-year-old with sideburns, I Max? was also a swarthy six-year-old girl with, with sideburns. That's what, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, just going back to your point, Steph, about um, 
like Greek culture. I think one of the best scenes with like no dialogue <laughs> that was just genuinely made me burst out laughing um, was when uh, Ian's parents came round for dinner. And um, I think, I think uh, well, just the scene before that, isn't it, was when Tula's on the phone to her mother and she's like, oh, I'm just peeling the potatoes. And she's like, why? Oh, you know, because, you know, I, you know, didn't have enough. And she's like, yeah, but why? And then she's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of people coming around. No, there's just me, you and the parents. Yeah, and the family. And she's like, the family. <laughs> <laughs> but then that scene when like um, the parents uh, are in the back seat of that car and they just, they rock up to that house. And they're, yeah. they're basically roast, like they've got like a, a lamb on a spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dancing outside. There's like Greek flags, and I just thought this is so good. And the look on their faces is just sheer terror. Oh, yeah, that's so. Oh, I love that part of the film because we we joke as a family like when like one of us has a a new partner, and it's like right they're gonna come and meet the family, and like when <laughs> yeah. we kind of get like my family and my cousins and my auntie and uncle and my grandparents and like all of us are together everyone gets a bit giddy and everyone gets a little bit hyper and it's just always funny when you think about bringing a new person into that and like everyone's a little bit mental um and so yeah we've never roasted a a lamb on the front front (laughs) lawn but um I think it can definitely be quite intimidating bringing someone to meet, you know, your extended family. Because um, like you say, everyone's family is a bit quirky and, and has yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. embarrassing qualities or, you know, it can be very overwhelming for, for newcomers. Oh, so, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I've decided after watching, re-watching this film, if I ever have kids... Um, <laughs> Are you going to be Gus? Ever, <laughs> yeah, I think Gus is an absolute legend if... If ever my daughter brings home uh, a boyfriend for the first time, I am roasting a bloody <laughs> <laughs> lamb, pig, everything in the front garden. I'll have Jamaican yeah. flags outside. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, it's funny, isn't it? Because like you can relate, I think just because of the ages that we are, you know, you can relate to Tudor's idea of being a bit um, nervous to share, you know, your family and what they're like. But also, now at my age, I'm, I also look at Gus and I'm like, no, I'd, I'd pr- be proud to, you know, and don't, yeah. you know, be, be unashamed of where you're from and, you know, wear it, wear it on your chest. That's it. I think you go through like a weird teenage phase a bit because you think that it's just like, you think that every other family is normal and that your family has these little quirks. Like in my family, it'd be like the, you know, like, oh, or the, you know, we'll go down to the pub and we'll be playing the Irish songs. When my cousin's girlfriend came for the first time, she was like... When when do these songs end? It's like oh no they don't end. This is what we this is the night. These songs will be going on all night. This is a, this is a thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, they all sound the same. It's like whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the first time Lily Lily came around and like we're all doing the thing. I was just like, I've been to Ireland a few times. I'm not Irish. I mean my dad wasn't even born in Ireland. But there's like such a big cultural thing where I was like, Way it's like really intimidating for a new person to fit in when people well, people, me, are drunk and just shouting like saw doctors tunes at you. It's a little bit like, All right, okay, we get it. Yeah, but every family has that weird, do you know what, like in jokes and that kind of stuff. Mm. It's just like, yeah, it's quite intimidating for a new person. But the thing is, once they're in it's the best thing ever. They get it. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I think I've seen that with like our family. So yeah, it's intimidating for the the first person to be brought in, but then once they're in, yeah. they get to join in when the next person comes. Yeah. Um, That's it. And yeah. It's it's great. Yeah, you're not the newbie yeah. anymore, are you? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard, but if you had to pick like a, a key character that was your favourite in the film, um, who would you say was your stuff? So I think Oh, I love I love all of them, but I think my favourite is Andrea Martin, who plays Aunt Vula. Yeah. So oh, she her. is just hilarious. And I think she has the best little monologue when she meets Ian's parents at the party and she starts talking about oh, yeah. <laughs> her um she had a lump on the back of her neck. And uh <laughs> and inside the lump <laughs> was a spinal cord. It was her twin. Um, and it just, every time, you're like, these poor people have just been traumatised by a huge family roasting a lamb. They're sat down and then just... And then she comes along and she's talking about this thing that she's had removed from her neck, this growth. And she's really close oh. to them as well. Like, they're oh, uncomfortably yeah, yeah. close as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't escape this conversation. No. Yeah. It's so I, I just, yeah. I love her. I think she is so, so funny. Um, and also she's just really accepting of them as well. She's like, you know, yeah. giving them the drinks and she's like, you're Greek now. Um, yeah. And yeah. And there's another scene as well that I read when I was like doing a bit more research on this. And I thought this was really funny. There's a scene where um, Aunt Vula is like touching Ian's hair and she's sort of like, um, she's looking at him and she's touching his hair and there's like a beat and then she, she says her line and actually she'd actually really forgotten her line at that point in the film but it kind oh, of works yeah, um, and I, I just thought that was that was funny because I always kind of noticed that in the in the film she's sort of like looking very sort of sweetly at him like playing with his hair and then she's like oh oh no it's my line <laughs> oh who would you say yours was, Joe? Um, I liked, you know, um, is it her cousins that are like really mm. kind of like yappy and stuff? They <laughs> yeah. just make me crease. I've got so many family members like that. <laughs> it's just like, you're just like, oh, you know, they walk in and they're, they, they don't say hi. They walk in and they're complaining. And you go, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Whatever yeah. problem this is, this is my problem now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always like that one relative where you're just like, oh, they've always got something, something to say, something wrong. You know what this I mean? is true. This is this is very true. Yeah, I, I I do love how they've managed to construct like these realistic characters, and you've got oh that one's that one that one's you know they've got all these little bits. You can tell that the script is like grafted through it being like through theatre first, and then you can tell that it, like with it being that you can imagine that they kind of edited it over the years maybe or something like that and it's got like more and more to the point where just every line is just gold mm. yeah 100%. yeah what about you max who was your favorite i think my favorite is probably gus um yeah. i think i just i absolutely just love how stubborn he is i love how 
um, he is. You know, I, I love how, you know, that, that quote that you said earlier, Steph, about, you know, him being the head of the family, but the wife is the neck. I mean, that, you know, after she says that, you can pretty much see that happen throughout mm. the rest of the film. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I just, I just, that he has so many one liners that just absolutely floored mm. me this time. Um, yeah. I think he says, doesn't he? He says, like, there's two kinds of people, Greeks, and then everyone else who w wished that they were Greek, <laughs> yeah. which I really love. Yeah. But I think it's funny because, you know, if, like, I think it's that generation too, because my grandparents, uh, when they were alive, they were very, they were, my, my grandma was so proud to, to be Jamaican and um, mm. she, she'd say things and I'd be like, I don't know if that's true grandma, but because you said it, I'm going <laughs> to believe it. Like with, you know, with small things like chicken, rice and peas, like she, I remember she mm. said to me, like with a really dead honest face, she was like, chicken, rice and peas is all over the world, you know, and in most restaurants, you can eat chicken with your hands. doesn't matter what restaurant it is. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not true grandma, but I believed it for years. <laughs> And I think I mentioned it to someone one time. They were like, so if you were in a five-star restaurant, Max, you'd pick it up with your hands. And I was like, um... <laughs> I mean, but after I've got all the meat off, maybe. You know, yeah, maybe. Um, what else are you going to do? Yeah. But I think, I think that's it. I think it just, I just love that generation of, um, of how proud they are and how they want to carry on tradition and they know how important tradition is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So would both of you recommend watching this film to other people? Hundred percent, yes. Uh, this is one of the things that I'd be like, you wouldn't even need a drink, just fucking watch it. Just, yeah. watch just it. watch it. And I think, yeah, like absolutely, Steph. And I think, like you, it's one of those films that you could rewatch again and again and again and again, and mm. uh, you would never get bored of this film. It's so, it's just really, it's just, it just fills you with joy, really, uh, mm. from beginning yeah. to end. Um, so yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved it. Most of my family have seen this film. Um, so when I told them that I was reviewing this for the podcast, they were so excited, <laughs> um, especially my sister. So yeah, no, I, it's a big love of ours in, in the Williamson family. And I think, um, yeah, it's definitely a good choice by you. Oh, thanks very much. I'm so glad you guys both enjoyed it. I'm not sure I could have continued to be friends with you if you didn't like this <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just really curious as to where we're going to go with uh, the next film because I, I, I've given up on predicting, I don't know about you, Steph, but I've given up on predicting like the type of films that Joe likes. Yeah. yeah, so I'm slightly nervous. Do you think I'm going to pick like Mission Impossible or? Uh, <laughs> oh, please, no. Terminator or something, don't you? I actually do. I think you are. <laughs> what's that really? What's the one with Sylvester Stallone in Wesley Snipes? Oh, um, um, Demolition it Man, isn't it? No? Demolition Man. Yeah. I wish I wish I'd seen that as like a seven year old because that would be my choice. <laughs> yeah. I ridiculous. But, um, yeah, no, the one that we're going to watch for the next episode is Babe. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Amazing. Didn't expect that. Yeah, I think, I think this is just a film where you can't, you just cannot go wrong with Babe. Like, I think most of us had seen it, hopefully. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, this is just like one of the most nostalgic films that I think you can go back to and go, this is this is is it's as good as the first time I watched it. Oh, I'm excited, very excited to watch this. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I've not seen this in years, maybe five plus years. Yeah, we we had this, we had it on video, and I used to watch it a lot, but I haven't seen it maybe in like, a, oh, how old am I? Oh my god, I was going to say like 
20 years. Well, that can't be right, but a long time. It probably is. For me, it probably is about 20 years since I've yeah. seen this film. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, yeah, it's a long time. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward Amazing to it. Amazing choice. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Okie dokie then. Well, it's uh, it's been great talking to you both. Thanks for the recommendation, Steph. It was a perfect choice. You are very welcome. Thanks for... Thanks for watching it all the way through. You did better than I've done on previous episodes. Yeah, well, we we, we put the effort in, Steph. You know, some of us, this isn't just like half-arse, isn't it? You know. Although it is lovely to hear you with crystal clear quality this week, got to say. Here's hoping. Here's, Here's hoping. hoping. She's, not, she's not here record, I bet you. She's not here record. <laughs> oh, God. She's literally ready to record. Hit paused. And <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. Right, I'll see you guys next week. I'll see you, oh, next, see you week. next week. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening to the 90s Kids Movie Pod. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like what you heard, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 90s Kids Movie Pod and let us know which films you grew up watching. Goodbye.